1: as they debate the merits of the great American radio show that have been missing for far too long. On that night, an idea was born. That idea became the FDH Lounge. Welcome to the FDH Lounge. Hello,
0: everyone. Welcome to this mini-episode of the FDH Lounge. This is FDH Managing Partner Rick Morris here with my fellow FDH Lounge original dignitary, Chris Galloway, and we are breaking down the NFL division by division. Today in this segment, we are doing our preview of the NFC East for 2022. And uh, again, on a macro level, I'm saying this at the outset of all these subsequent divisions. First one we did was the AFC East. You'll hear some macro level notes about the league in 2022. We addressed those there. The rest of these, it is just to be specific on what's going on with the landscape for that division, looking at the teams in there, the things that we expect. And what has been sort of our format for this is reacting to, this is a feature in Fantasy Football Draftology 2022, available on the main page of fantasydrafthelp.com. And this is a feature called One Run-On Sentence for Each Team. And uh, I'm, I'm going in the order of prediction that I have for each team in the division here. So here's what I have for all the teams in the NFC East. Dallas. The roster is in better shape than most post-draft, but the ongoing questionable big-game coaching of Mike McCarthy leads us to our usual damning with faint praise about this team. The man with one eye in the land of the blind is King. I do want to say Dallas has had some more question marks that have popped up injury-wise and otherwise since I wrote that, so we'll touch on that, I'm sure. Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Holes remain at all three levels of the defense, but a successful draft plus the league's easiest schedule means that the Eagles could repeat as a playoff team, even if the remaining questions about Jalen Hurts aren't resolved. Washington. The Carson Wentz acquisition is indicative of an overall growing quote-unquote what-are-they-doing vibe about this franchise. New York Giants. Daniel Jones must have compromising pictures of somebody in the front office with a sheet. But the roster is improved post-draft, but the team will struggle to stay out of the cellar in this garbage division. So, I mean, as we're looking at this here, Chris, it just feels like, again, the more things change, the more they stay the same. Outside of Philadelphia, which surprisingly rose up last year and was able to get a spot in the playoffs, it probably feels like a lot of the things we're saying about the teams in this division are not wildly different than the things we were saying at this time last year.
1: Uh, this is pretty much the same. Conversation. I thought you might just take the conversation from last year
0: and see if people noticed. Probably not. Um, they wouldn't. They, 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 they probably wouldn't.
1: But, I, I mean, look, I, the Eagles were a surprise. There's no doubt about it. I don't think we saw them as a playoff team. No, we didn't. Yeah. And they, they, they made a lot of big steps. I, they are my eating it out and winning the division pick for this year. Mm-hmm. Just because, and again, they're my boyhood. Team and my second favorite
0: football team, Dallas Cowboys. I, I just, I just, I can never believe it. Sure. Uh, it's, it's just a point of just talent all over
1: the place, and just, I don't know if it's incompetence or what. You know what I've kind of started to realize is that some of it is talent that's from a roster construction standpoint that
0: fits together. The Joneses have failed. Right. They've, they've amassed talent that doesn't work on what they're trying to do, I think. Mm-hmm. And then you throw in an imbecile like Mike McCarthy. <laughs> um,
1: and, and and again, I, I wasn't a fan when he was in Green Bay, despite his record. Yeah. And and, and not a fan now. And I think mean, we see it week in and week out. Dak Prescott, good, not great quarterback. Ezekiel Elliott, no longer elite. They have a better running back on the roster and he's not gonna be the starter. Mm-hmm. Um I love Michael Parsons. I mean that dude is not only is he a good dude. Stud uh, Trayvon Diggs is a stud. C.D. Lamb is a stud, but they left several wide receivers go like Amari Cooper. Right. Um, you're going to pay the price for that kind of stuff. Um, you lost Randy Gregory in free agency, so there's there's a bunch of question marks. And then Mr. Glass showed up again last week. You know Tyron Smith. You know probably gone for most of the season with his injury. With his with his I think was a was it a hammy? I think it was a hammy. If not the whole season, so now who's at left tackle? I mean that offensive line is now just trash. Yeah. So the running game is going to suffer. It's going to put extra pressure on Dak. They've lost their their most experienced wide receiver, and and they also um, they let uh, the one of the other wide receivers' names escaping me go as well. So I just I don't like the direction. Uh, I think they also had a number of young players last year in the secondary that played really well, and you're asking them all to repeat or be better is, is shaky. I just I just can't like the Cowboys um, to, to win the division. I just can't. And I was impressed by what the Eagles did um, with now with AJ Brown and Devontae Smith. You know they're gonna find a way to try to help. Um, Jalen hurts out. Uh, he, you know, I, I think he is what he is, and I think we know what he is, right? Right. He's never going to be three, four hundred yard Aaron you know, yards game guy. But you know, but damn it, if he can be two sixty and kill you on the ground too, right? Um, you know, a lot like with Lamar Jackson, you can make it work, right. Um, and that line uh, with Jason Kelsey and Lane Johnson and uh, uh, Jordan, uh, what is it, Malata? Mm-hmm. They yeah. I mean, they, they've, got a, they've got a good line. I'd like, you know, they've improved they've improved on their defense at every level thanks to their offseason acquisitions, like guys like Hassan Redick. I mean, I just don't know how you don't pick the Eagles to win the division. Um, I, I see this as a tough team. Um, that, that showed that they could overcome shortcomings that they had last year to make the playoffs. And now with extra talent on the defense, I just believe in them more than I do the Cowboys, who I just generally find, you know, they're just mentally soft year in and year out. I, I You know, there's players on the Cowboys that I just love, like Michael Parsons. But I just, I don't believe in them. You know, and then you've got Washington that has talent in spots. Guys like you know Antonio Gibson and Terry McLaurin, and, and you know they've got players. You know they've got uh, the tight end who was the converted, uh, 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 this converted quarterback out um, of Virginia Tech, who uh, mm-hmm. got drafted by Arizona. Having, I must have Alzheimer's now. I can't think of that. <laughs> there are more names I can't remember anymore. I can tell you where he went to college, who drafted him, and he converted from what position to play tight end for the Redskins, but I can't think of his name. What do you um, have for
0: breakfast without his name?
1: Yeah, exactly. My God. Um, and interestingly enough, the commanders have in uh, camp Amari Rogers, Ohio Bobcat, yep. converting from quarterback to tight end, although his his – his, his his little journey is going to come to an end this week. Um, he'll, I think he's going to up on the practice squad because I think they like the development that they're seeing out of him. Um, but he's he's not going he's not going to make the fifty three. But um, you know you've got Chase Young He's out for what four, four or five games now, right? Um, and then they go and they and they pick Carson Wentz um, as their as their uh, you know as from the, the you have all those draft picks, right? For Carson Wentz, yeah. I mean, I don't even understand
0: that to be honest with you. Yeah. Like, I I mean, I guess Wentz had a
1: pretty okay regular season last year until the end. I mean, you drafted Sam Howell. Yeah. He's played well in the preseason. Now again, that's against backups, but he's a rookie. Yeah. Um. Why Why would you roll with uh, Taylor Heineken again? I mean had a good preseason. He's had a better preseason than the Carson Wentz. Right. And that guy's at least won a ball Yeah. Like I, I mean, I don't, I, I didn't
0: understand it. I, I, I didn't understand the Wentz thing. I don't think it'll work. They'll be, they'll be going to Heineke and Howell before the season is over. You watch. Yep. But I mean, Howell. I mean, I know you always like to get on me about being a UNC <laughs> over, but I mean, the reality is, is that Howell has had a really nice preseason. Yes. And so, you know, he's a fifth-round pick, but he's he's shown, you know, he's shown some stuff. The same way Browns fans are excited about Dobbs potentially, right? And by the way, we never somehow we got to go back to that segment because I never finished the answer on Dobbs. Oh, right? okay, go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Can we do a secondary segment on this on that last well, segment? Well, you now know what? Let's. That hey. and I realized I never answered. Dobbs' question. Nothing, nothing, nothing is off topic. We're going to walk down this cul-de-sac right now. Uh, finish the answer on this. Dobbs, as an alternative, uh, Once, if 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 the team gets to the point where Brissett gets just completely exposed and it's a hopeless slog until Watson gets back, you go to Dobbs. Dobbs has been
1: interesting to me since he was drafted. I thought the Steelers were the right team to draft him. Mm-hmm. He was an intriguing guy out of tennessee because we already knew he was athletic right Yep. we knew he was smart guys literally a rocket scientist you know i mean that's what his major was and then we do make fun i don't think he's actually building any rockets but he's a really smart guy he's cerebral
0: yep um so you, so you check off two huge boxes with him right right he's athletic and he's really smart so you say okay those are two really huge important things so how the hell was he behind in the third, fourth string spot in Pittsburgh all that time? Don't know. But like, I don't understand. It It yeah. doesn't make sense to me behind Mason Rudolph. Right. I I I, I
1: struggled with, with with watching him this preseason and hearing about him in camp. I'm like, I, I never understood why he wasn't ever given a shot in Pittsburgh. Now that he's with Cleveland, I'm like, I mean, what we've seen in this preseason. Now, am he's playing against second and third string guys. The guys going to be back in in the week. I get right.
0: it, and he is a fifth year player, so he should be comfortable out there, right? It's not he's not a rookie. Right. This is not his first
1: training camp. He's been with, you know, he's been with a couple organizations. He didn't really get a chance in Jacksonville when they picked him up for a hot minute for one season. Right. But they didn't do anything with him. Now, here's what I want to say about that. You and I both know, what have we both said time and time and time again about quarterbacks? It depends where you go, yep. right? Who drafts you, whether
0: you're going to be successful. Right. And, and the reality is, in, in watching him this
1: season, maybe Josh Dobbs fits the Stefanski offense just
0: really well. Yeah. Um, it may be the right offense for him. Right. And then you combine it with, he's got a number of years now under his belt and understands the NFL. He's seen a lot more, and he's watched a lot of film, and he's a smart guy, and he's shown obviously in this
1: preseason he's still athletic. You know, there are late bloomers, right? Like Ryan Fitzpatrick, right? I mean, there are guys that, that the first four or five seasons they just kind of hang around the league, never do anything, and then they get a chance, and you're like, "Where's this guy been?" Right? Maybe Josh Dobbs is that guy. Yeah. And and I gotta tell you, there's gotta be a few people sitting there in that building in Korea wondering. Do we have
0: the right guy at that as our quarterback? Yeah, and, and so uh, he has been a real puzzle, an enigma this year. Yep. Sort of watching him play, and and I remember thinking back to my thoughts and, on him when he came out of college as an intriguing
1: developmental guy. Right. And and here we are. What it's five years later, and it's like you know maybe his time is now. Maybe it's finally here. Hmm. Um, so anyway, that's that's my Josh Dobbs. Answer for you. Okay. I think if he ends up, if Brissett, you know, gets hurt and and he, Dobbs is going to start in week two, I don't think there's a lot of daylight between him and Brissett, other than you know Brissett's played more NFL games,
0: obviously. Right. But when you look at skill set and and, and and the head on his shoulders, I don't, I don't see a drop off there. Well, yeah, and that thing I, is, I would actually say Dobbs is more mobile. Yes. And I I think if you're the Browns trying to stay relevant long enough for Watson to get back, I think the fact that there's a higher ceiling with Dobbs is what you go for. I I don't think you can afford to play it safe those first 11 games. So I understand starting with Brissette. That's the percentage move. But moving off of that eventually, I agree. So it, it is funny. You have to be willing to. Yes, absolutely. It, it is funny we did this cul-de-sac here in the NFC East, but hey... All right, it's so when... I apologize. You no, 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 NFC no.
1: It's not interesting.
0: It's not. No, 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 it's not. <laughs> I'm just, I'm going to say this. I, I'm going to mention FDA's lunch thing Terry Steve Callis, a good friend of mine, who is a New York Giants fan. I am happy for him that the cheap shot on Kayvon Thibodeau didn't look like it was going to do anything nearly as severe as it looked at the time. A little bit of I, what sprained MCL, but Thibodeau is a uh, long-term, you and I both said at the time, building block for this team. They're not going anywhere with Daniel Jones, but as far as where they're going eventually, you got to have some building block players. He's one of them. I agree with you. A very uncompelling NFC East and, and a conversation that, in a lot of ways, probably resembles what we said about it a year ago, as you pointed out, Chris. Thank you so much for breaking this down with me, Chris Galloway. And thank you, everybody, for tuning in for our preview of the NFC East in 2022.